new perspective. Perspective. New perspective. Perspective. If that's a shift yeah. in perspective you have. Into the new perspective. Welcome back to the new perspective. How are you, man? How are you doing? I'm so excited to be here. Like, I've been... Yeah. From the last phone call we've had, I was like... I can't wait to just finally speak and get to know you even more and talk about mindset, spirituality, life, and just music in general. Oh, I'm so excited too. I'm so glad uh, you're so enthusiastic about it. So you're a musician in London, you're into writing and spirituality. So tell me, like, I don't think I've asked you this yet, but what got you interested in like playing music? It all stemmed from a young age. Um, I feel like that's such a vague answer, but I can go into depth. So I originate from the Middle East, um, you know, and like Middle Eastern parents and people who grow up with Middle Eastern mindsets have like a closed sort of mind um, to a point where you're allowed to do certain things, but you are restricted from a wide range of like extra things for example westernized music and western movies like you know it wasn't very yeah literally like it was not liberating and so when i went to school at the age of like seven that's when i started to go to like i mean obviously i went to like reception and nursery i don't know if you know what that is but that's like the youngest um age you can start school here and i obviously went to primary school and it was like it catered to all of my needs it had like music classes and dance classes and maths and english and everything but the ones that stood out to me the most was the music and dance because i'm a creative person i've always had that creative energy in me um and i just wanted to venture out and have fun but i never really took it seriously until like i'd say around 13 14 um because i feel like at that age i started to come to terms with who i am as a person obviously like yeah it's like it's because of my background and how i was raised and connections with family and stuff um but also because i just love to explore myself and my identity on who i was and i feel like it all just tapped into being a creative soul and i feel like that's why i resonated more with music than studies such as law or philosophy or psychology or like you know what i mean i'm more of a creative person as my outlet how like what instruments do you play like i primarily started off with my voice like i sing but i gradually worked through playing the piano and guitar so yeah oh okay nice (laughs) when i was like nine years old we had guitar classes but i never took it seriously until like recently um but i would say like my main my main like instrument is my voice but then my second instrument is the piano which i started learning properly in the summer of this year which is crazy nice i started learning some music as well during the quarantine it gave me some opportunities to like learn more about myself and dive into my little creative arts and i feel like it's really helped me emotionally just diving into that like how do you feel yeah do you feel like that's happened to you like it this creative outlet has like helped you emotionally one million percent um i feel like (laughs) with me like i words can't express the way i feel 
when I feel with music, you know, like music just takes me down this trajectory that can't be explored in different fields that's not in a creative outlet. Um, I feel like music in general, like I was just having this sentimental moment earlier listening to some of my friends' music and I was like, damn, music is so damn beautiful. Like you can just capture emotions and memories through a certain sound that you've heard three years ago or 10 years ago and it's like such an emotional feeling and it's like I don't know it just it helps a lot it's my therapy it's always been my therapy yeah not a lot of things can do that like music yeah. uh, it's like a different language almost mm-hmm. you can understand something on like this emotional level more than you could just like reading something or whatever it's just like lyrics plus the music just i have noticed that it like helps me learn or like understand something or feel a lot more i remember when i was in uh hard situations like growing up or I just wasn't in the best mental state I used to write songs and that was Mm -hmm. so therapeutic to me it literally is like writing is just a form of therapy again I feel like I'm just gonna keep saying form of therapy form of therapy form of therapy because like obviously Mm -hmm. I had around seven therapists from the age of I think 13 all the way till present days and not one of them has helped me the same way music has you know I feel like it's because in ways when it comes to therapy I wasn't given that sense of creativity with them like they'd be like yeah drawing scribing whatever but i feel like when it came to me doing things on my own and just sitting with music and sounds and instrument i feel like that helped way more than opening up to a stranger and telling them about my problems because i'm a very closed off person you know and i just like to keep everything to myself um but yeah writing has always just been at the top league for me anyway as a child before like music i was writing stories for english class i was literally like doing poetry everything had to do with writing yeah do you feel like how did writing also help you emotionally do you think or was it just kind of a passion that you had i would say it's a mixture of both um with me i like it's the same with my music too i tend to write about a fake reality that I make in my mind and that stems from not being able to have a childhood like people from my class were able to you know because I had closed-minded relatives and like a closed-minded background where I wasn't able to express myself how everyone else did and I feel like it all just stemmed from closing my eyes and visualizing how a life like the other students in the class would be but in my shoes and how I would take that on board for myself so I feel like that's what influenced and started my infatuation for writing just being able to scribe down what I was going through in my mind and how I wanted to live that but I couldn't and I feel like when it came to writing on a piece of paper and holding the pen or pencil I could have written whatever I wanted to and I feel like I just let my hand take control over like my words you know yeah you can just get into the flow of it like that's why I absolutely love journaling because through it you can uh go through your emotions so much more and just really reflect but like it's interesting what how was your background so different like what was it like a religious thing or was it just kind of the culture it was more of a religious thing Mm -hmm. it was like 
you're like for example um boys and girls were not allowed to be seen together um mainly it mainly had to literally like it's when i tell you everything about what i gone through girl like you're gonna be absolutely (laughs) gobsmacked but um, most of it has to do with homosexuality and not being able to wear certain colors or listen to certain songs by certain artists like most of the time when i was growing up um friends that i had that were from the same background as me they did not listen to any female musicians or watch any movies that had any females in them and i was like like i was like what like huh explain to me please because it's like wow it's just agenda that's what i don't understand like it's crazy um and i feel like like it's it all was just a thing of um you can't do certain things if you do so like for example if you paint your nails you're a girl you're gay like just this whole stigma of if you do certain things or have the color pink you're automatically identified as a gay person it's like i had to go through a lot of that growing up Mm -hmm. and i never understood it as to why people were thinking that way but i feel like as time grew on i just come to terms with people are like this because of the surroundings they grew up in and who was in their circle and environment you know yeah that's how we get all of our belief systems it's not necessarily ourselves it's just through our cultures or religions and like you just conform to these like beliefs that are limiting to female singers or like you couldn't be a girl and a guy like you said they couldn't be seen together is that what you said like yeah um so for for my i feel like it was a different situation for others because like me i just have that scintillating aura that has you know the femininity in me i feel like now it's like from my background and people that i grew up with especially the boys they were so shy to fully express themselves they would have to put on this masculine front to like you know impress the uncles or impress the grandparents like as that they were the strongest man and like it's just a reputation thing and i feel like every one of my cousins and every one of the relatives that i had did not express themselves the same way i did so with my femininity like everyone has their divine femininity in them like everyone has that side to them you know Mm. they just choose not to do so because they're just scared of their reputation being tarnished or if they're gonna be like i don't know you know cussed out by the parents it's a crazy thing i just feel like i was the only one and i'm glad that i was the only one from my family and my side to fully express myself because it's such a contemplative thing to do um because it can further help other generations and influence and inspire other people which is what i'm here to do as a musician an artist like a free spirit roaming the earth you know (laughs) yeah so with your music you have like a message you're trying to share is it more than just like playing a song or singing lyrics like do they have more meaning to them 100 at first when i started writing and putting out music at the age of 14 oh i don't even know where to start i feel like it mainly just was an outlet for me to test the waters and see how it is and then um i feel like as time continued to go on i obviously increased my knowledge and enhanced my skills with the industry and producing and writing and singing and just i feel like the more i took it seriously the more i was like okay cool what do i want to incorporate like meaning of life into this song and i feel like that's what it is become to now like my music nowadays i 
the last song that I released in 2020 was Figurine, and I feel mm-hmm. like that's the most powerful song I released um, in my like 2020 era. And I had this thing where I would release consecutively, like one after the other. But I feel like during Corona and the pandemic and everything, it was like let me just take a break and see what I want to do from here to move forward now. And I feel like a lot of rebranding happened to further shape and put me in different trajectories. So, for example, I started off doing pop. And during the lockdown, I was discovering R&B, listening to artists like Janae Aiko or SZA or Summer Walker, mm-hmm. yeah. which I never did so before. Um, and that just influenced my path that I was going to take. I was like, okay, cool. So I started off doing pop, did that for myself and I enjoyed it. I want to try something new to like test the waters again and experiment and get a taste of different genres. I feel like living life is about taking risks and experiencing different new things to get into your comfort zone and just to have like a sort of array of fun memories of you testing out stuff and Mm. going for new things i like that yeah i love that uh i didn't realize that you had more of like a meaning to your music and i didn't even realize you fully release music that's really cool <laughs> like what are you out on like what's your name are you on like spotify what is it so um my name used to be abdullah ali music i feel like that's just the person like obviously my name is abdullah ali but um i decided to change my stage name to abby baby i feel like because after like the pandemic i mean obviously we're still in a pandemic which is crazy i mean hello (laughs) um but i feel like after multiple stages of lockdown like i said i rebranded myself and rebranded my sound i feel like it was time to like close the chapter of abdullah ali and move on to abby baby and abby baby consists of like r&b rap hip-hop like everything including pop as well um but yeah i am on soundcloud and youtube instagram tiktok but i am planning to go spotify apple music in 2022 so that's exciting okay sick all right well check them out check them out guys i i'm not sure if i'll be able to put Thank like you. link i probably will but there should be a link in the description to it if you want to check it out that's really cool like Thanks. are you in a band or is it just like all yourself yeah, it was it's all myself, but I did have multiple stages where I was in like bands. Um so before like I started releasing music at the age of 14, I went to high school and when I was in high school I just like had a lot of friends and all of my friends were girls. I just like resonated and vibed with the girls more because like I said, my femininity like struck out of me more and people knew me as the gay boy in the class or the gay <laughs> boy in the school. And I mean, although that wasn't an issue, I loved it because it just boosted up my ego like <laughs> girl i'm here you know um mm-hmm. and i had a lot of girlfriends uh and i just was like you know what we should do like a group singing dancing just expressing ourselves because there wasn't anything like that in my school and in my high school not to sound pretentious or whatever but i was like the most popular one and that <laughs> was because of how i myself um because no one has done that no one has done that before mm-hmm. and i wanted to be the first one to fully come take my throne and i want to sit on my throne you know <laughs> so is it um, just like the confidence which gained that yeah. popularity it's such a crazy thing though because i never was that confident i feel like it was an ego thing you know um and yeah i keep going like jump cutting stories but i'll get into it because it's such an exciting story to tell like how i went through high school music mm-hmm. girl groups everything 
um but yeah so obviously like i said i had a lot of girlfriends and we did form like a band but it wasn't really successful like i saw it as a long-term thing they just saw it as a joke and this happened like multiple times i was like i just want to find people who are serious mm -hmm. who want to do this thing with me too because it is a fun thing to like distract yourself from reality and mental health and everything um but then that's when i realized you know what i can do this shit on my own like i have the confidence i have the power <laughs> yeah. i have the skill i have the experience like i'm a whole package and i might as well just formulate my own craft on my own i love it i love it that is amazing like having your own confidence to just go out and not really needing anyone's approval or support that's admirable mm -hmm. like Period. so like when you are writing like how are you able to like what's the process like what inspires you like to have like a theme have the message and the music like it's a whole package like how do you get the inspiration for like what you're gonna write about um that's such a hard um question to answer because myself to this day i don't know i feel <laughs> like you know you can't really force uh a type of emotion or a type of like idea i feel like it comes naturally um but what does help me is having i mean my music taste has changed tremendously um i strictly went from listening to ariana grande 24 7 to <laughs> like i said listening to artists from different genres and i feel like i have specific playlists for specific emotions so i mainly go from how i'm feeling today what energy do i want to give out in my songs today or what the weather is like today so for example if it's a rainy day i'd probably write a happy song because i'm the type of person that loves the rain like i love gloomy weather i just feel like the rain just comes and rains down on me, nourishes the negativity off of my body, Ooh. like fresh feelings, fresh start. That's how I see okay, it. Okay, I like it. Um, and yeah. Yeah, see, it's just an interesting process. Like, I've never really talked to a lot of people about like how they write songs, but like for me, like I'm, I'm obviously not like a full on creator, but I just had to be in a very emotionally like um yeah. bad mental state <laughs> to write songs personally mm. but like okay so i know you're into spirituality and how like do you tie that in to your music in any way or is it just I started to recently. Um, so let me take it down my spirituality yeah, journey. Yeah, let me know. This is like such a crazy thing because I saw a TikTok like recently and it was like on the 20th of March, 2020, something happened in the spiritual realm. And I was like, hold on a second. Let me connect the, connect the dots because literally no joke, no exaggeration. On the 20th of March, something happened to me like mentally, like spiritually as well. I don't know what just happened, but I feel like late March was just... I'm gonna start getting into man um, manifestation, meditation. Mm -hmm. It's like this shit happened out of nowhere. I wasn't even because I didn't even know what manifestation was until I was on TikTok. And then um, I feel like once I started to research about the chakras that we all have and the power of manifesting and having a positive mindset. I mean, it's so like saturated now. People are like positive mindset, this that. But it's like when you actually look deep into it, the importance and the law of spirituality is insane yeah, yeah. and i feel like 
I mean, I'm still on my spiritual journey. I mean, I think everyone is anyway. I'm not like the best at it. I'm not that knowledgeable. I'm still learning, but I feel like one and a half years into it, I've seen so much change within the way I'm thinking. And I incorporate that into my daily life, such as morning routines or reading books or staying away from technology, like one hour when you wake up, one hour before you go to bed. Mm. And I started to incorporate a lot of spiritual like messages and symbolisms in my songs that are going to be released next year because I write a lot of music I don't even release them (laughs) like it's just a constant process of writing and then putting that to the side and it's like I'm gonna go back to it but then it's untouched for like six different years you know um yeah but yeah I just love to incorporate like lessons or like phases in life that I have gone through into my music because I want to like lock it in with a song with a specific time that I write it in so then look back in the future and be like oh damn I went through this during this <laughs> year and I went not why like it's such a like a memorable thing to do and I personally love doing that like having emotions or having a specific time attached to a song especially one that I wrote like hey ho give me that type of like <laughs> appreciation you know it feels good it's a nice feeling yeah that's like such a nice thing to look back on like it's so yeah it's more than just like looking at an old photo or like an old diary it's like your whole music like that's really cool that you incorporate spirituality too like when i was first starting my healing journey i also went deep into spirituality i i'm still like kind of into it now i there's always a taboo there's always like a stigma to it especially with like manifestation for me the way that i see like manifestation like i'd like to hear your perspective as well but it's just changing your belief systems to align with your Mm -hmm. goals because a lot of times people are like that's only action only take action your beliefs don't matter it doesn't matter if you're emotionally aligned to like it's all just that but from a lot of the successful people that i look up to they highly emphasize visualization and like yes your heart mm-hmm. and mind aligned like it's both because if you don't believe you can achieve something, if you don't believe you deserve to have something, you're not gonna get it. Despite the action that you're taking, despite what steps you're doing in the right direction, like yes, that's very important, but if you emotionally don't believe that you can have it, you're not gonna get it. You don't think you deserve it. You don't for me making the podcast while I was like first making it I didn't even believe that I could make it and it made it like so much longer than mm-hmm. I than it actually could be like I was ha- running into some issues and eventually I was just like fed up I was like no I'm gonna do this I ne- this is stupid I'm gonna do it and once I change that like mindset of just like you know what nope this is happening I'm gonna do it like and it happened a lot easier and it's really important aligning like both of those aspects 100% like do you what's your perspective on uh 
manifestation or like how do you take it looking at it a year and a half later it's literally like when i started it it was very ambiguous on how people like presented it to me they were like like exactly what you said like you just need to do this 99 times a day like it doesn't matter what intention you have i saw this one girl on tiktok like no tino shade but she wasn't even like clear and concise on how to manifest i feel like in a way people just do it i feel like from where i started watching it people just did it as a clout game because it was trendy at that time like it was a new thing um but definitely it's all about the intention and like the visualization and how you see it like closing your eyes seeing it feeling it what do you see what do you smell like just capturing that emotion you feel in the moment so that when the time comes and you are in that situation it comes naturally like like low-key deja vu has this happened before you know um Ooh, I like that. but yeah i just came up with it right now i was like damn i'm connecting <laughs> the doubts here yeah so it's like you've already felt this you've already been here so this isn't new to you this isn't uncomfortable yeah. to you this is already what you have this is like normal exactly. to you because a lot of the times uh when we're getting out of our comfort zone and doing something that's completely new and foreign to us like the fact that we've never done it like we're afraid of the unknown and that hinders exactly. our process it hinders our progress if you it's not unknown to you and you already know that like this is just what you're gonna do it will like be get there a lot easier yeah the fear of the unknown that you were just talking about like how it just hinders over everything is so relatable especially as like when you've gone through so much in life and you're still trying to figure out what you want to do in life and what path you're taking um for me as well when i started to get into manifestation and meditation and spirituality it came to a point where intrusive thoughts always got in the way and i was like that's it i'm not manifesting anymore it's coming the way i can't manifest if this is in my mind because then i'm gonna manifest the wrong thing and it just like came from a level of fright because i was like i said i wasn't that confident growing up i just put on this fake you know sort of image and then it's like it just came naturally but i feel like as time goes on you lose that type of energy like you get drained from it in a way like you're burned out from it and you can't keep thinking positive or you can't keep having that sort of i'm gonna get it even though you are gonna get it because that's what we should all be thinking and approaching life with like if i want something i'm gonna work my ass off to get it because <laughs> if i'm here for it i'm here for it but um especially as a musician where sometimes you know social media fluctuates a lot like your numbers one day you could be getting a million views next day you're getting 10 views on a post like that's happened to me countless amounts of times and it puts me in this personal predicament where it's like is this even a thing anymore like am i supposed to be doing this do i go back to studying in high school and pursuing criminology and law because i'm into criminology <laughs> we'll get into that later Ooh, okay. um but yeah i just feel like having this sense of you're not sure what's going to come in the future does in a way cause this block like blockage to your manifestations but in a way that aligns with having intrusive thoughts which is completely normal everyone has intrusive thoughts but i feel like you shouldn't put too much energy into the fear of the unknown because the more energy you sort of insert into the negative aspect of thinking the less energy you're going to have to put that into the positive way of thinking Ooh. if that makes sense mm -hmm. yes yes like what you focus on you attract so 
focusing on uh, the fear of the unknown, uncertainty, scared, all these lower emotions, not gonna attract it. It's so important because you're putting this in your mind like if you keep focusing on this and you keep focusing on it it'll become a part of like your subconscious mind and your subconscious mind exactly it helps you it, it wants to help you and it unconsciously is going to reveal to you the life that you're trying to get right and mm-hmm. like when you are I I keep emphasizing this, but it's like your heart and your mind have to be aligned. And by that, I'm saying your emotional state and your goals like have to be aligned. Like you have to become the person that has already gotten what you want. Like yeah. you physically feel like you are undeserving. You're not the person. You're not the person sitting in that nice car. You're not the person in that nice job. Like, you are a different person mm. of that than like. You're you're putting this big wall in between that lifestyle, right? So you have to like. I'm like what's the point in like? Yeah. Continue. It's like having that wall just blocking your path. It's like. Why would you do that to yourself? But like in a way, <laughs> in a way, it's like that. Like I said, intrusive thoughts are normal. But I feel like if it's a constant thing of, you know, that you're like you know you keep feeling that negative thinking of, I can get it, but I can't because I'm not this. I'm not worthy. Like words carry weight, and like words have energy, and it's so important to feed yourself the good words and the good intentions and not like I feel like when I grew up I would always say things to myself like I'm so depressed I'm so this I'm so that and I feel like I never really understood the weight and the heaviness that it carried I feel like it was such like a confusing and perplexing thing to understand and grasp I feel like as I grew up and learned more about spirituality it's like it makes sense as to why when I kept saying it my days started to get worse and worse and worse like no exaggeration but it's because I kept looking at myself in the mirror and I was like, you got acne, you got pimples on your hair, girl, you ugly. Like, <laughs> it was so, like, so pessimistic and such a pessimistic way of thinking because, like I said, you shouldn't be feeding yourself negative words. You shouldn't be approaching things with negative, like, thinking or just a negative response because that does nothing but make you, like, fearful for the future or just make you not feel good about yourself. It depends, like, what the negative thinking is for, but just in general, it should not be, like, part of your vocabulary basically you know mm-hmm. yes and that's the importance of affirmations i was reading this book uh a while back it's the power of your subconscious mind by joseph murphy i really recommend it but it's talking it talks a lot about affirmations and that also has a stigma too and it's because a lot of the times people are just like saying oh i am this i am beautiful and that but like you're not feeling it you know and it's just like a one-time thing like what we're doing is reprogramming negative belief Mm -hmm. systems you're not just like saying it randomly like birds have so much weight and it's the 
way that you view yourself will dictate your actions completely like think back when you are feeling good you're feeling confident you text that guy that you liked you did that thing project that you write it came easily to you or when you're feeling bad you didn't like that's the importance of it that's the importance of your beliefs and what you're telling yourself is it completely exactly. it's your life like it's important it's really important and i definitely recommend like affirmations i literally 100 like with the whole affirmations and having this whole stigma i feel like one thing that not in a way infuriates me like damn i'm angry but it's like when people say affirmations and they don't even mean it it's like girl that's not how it works like i'm not a pro at manifesting or saying affirmations but it's like it's the common basic knowledge of you need to feel it you need to have that emotion when you say it because you're just feeling yourself empty words that have no Ooh, energy like whatsoever yeah. you know it's like you're supposed to be feeling yourself the good feeling the good energy like just having that sort of you know what I mean? Just that intention. I feel like a lot of people lack that when it comes to going to the mirror in the morning saying, I'm this, I'm that. They just stand there saying, I'm beautiful, I'm this, I'm that. They don't even mean it. Like, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, you can feel when you feel like you're lying to yourself, you know? And intention, yeah. that's powerful. Intention is so powerful. One of my good friends taught me power of intention and it can dictate a lot because if you're it's better than saying oh this is a dream this is yeah. like no this isn't my dream this is my intention i don't dream to be happier or more mentally aligned or achieve my goals it's like this is my intention and just that little shift in vocabulary Oh, change your confidence and like pick up speed and you're just actually you believe that you can actually change yourself and your life it's crazy how like the little things like just the change of vocabulary or like the change of route can actually change everything to a more profound state you know what i mean like the small things can actually make such a big impact and a big difference it's crazy yes especially habits like mm -hmm. yeah, if you're implementing these good habits it can completely change your life like i said someone else that and my emphasizes having good habits a lot in the morning especially just yeah. having a little routine because what i've noticed is like when i get out of my morning routine i completely like shifts off my whole day if you're constantly like repeating these habits that you're setting for yourself like this is the foundation that you need to become the person that you want to be like think yeah. about your goal or your ideal life what are their habits mm -hmm they usually do are they usually negative to themselves do they criticize themselves do they eat really bad like you don't think about these things usually you just think about overall goal or the overall thing that you want but 
a foundation these happy foundation and like that's gonna set you up for the success exactly and i feel like also like the most important time to like get into that speaking good to yourself is literally right after you wake up because you're still like your subconscious mind I don't even know the whole thing, but I need to like research more about it. But something to do with your subconscious mind is still in its like subconscious state. And like you're in this state where you are not improbable, like you are not filled with doubts, like you just don't even know what's going on. Like you're awake, but subconsciously asleep still. And in a way, like that's when you should be telling yourself, I'm this with intention, you know, like I'm that badass bitch <laughs> who's gonna rock today. I'm gonna get my bag, I'm gonna get my money, I'm beautiful, I'm this, I'm that, like good things. And I feel like that's the perfect way to start your day because I started this whole routine in, I would say like March, 2020. I was like researching about spirituality from April, but I never took it seriously until March, I mean, May, 2020, my bad. And I feel like once I implemented that routine into my daily life, it just started my days off right. <laughs> That rhymes. I'm going to write a lyric about that soon. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, like, it's just having this routine. And I can't stress this enough. When I was young, I was like, what are routines? They're so cringy. Like, what's wrong with you if you do them? But I never understood the power of having a routine until I grew up and actually understood the power of words, the power of reprogramming how you think and how you implement that into your daily life. And I feel like that's such a powerful tool to have is starting off with a routine in the morning. Boom, bash, like, there you go. Yes, I actually talked about this in my previous podcast. You're right on, like, it's in the first, like, few minutes. I don't know, it's 30 or something like that. Like, your mind is mostly working from subconscious. Like, I think the first, like, seven years of you growing up, you're completely just, like living from your subconscious which is kind of scary because you told seven years you're just being programmed 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 into like this foundation and you get into that same state right before you go to bed and wake up and you can listen to us talk about that on the previous podcast but yeah these little things these little things like morning routine like so powerful what is your morning routine i'm curious they change a lot i mean i've been off of my routine the last time i was on my routine what? was in july oh my god Let and now you're lying. talking about it on <laughs> practice what you preach it's gonna like yeah period and i was gonna like no but for real though i'm gonna start my morning routine again because it actually like did wonders for me but my morning routine consists of um so i wake up and i just like quickly get my phone like on the lowest bright setting because i don't want that technology light like the blue lights everything on my face in the morning uh-uh, we don't want that i get like chakra healing music i love 432 hertz and i just play that all over my house and i get up make my bed open the curtains let the sun come in i then go make green tea to obviously warm up my voice because i'm a musician um i then get i have this um mental health book i forgot what it's called i haven't read it for a year but i think it's the power of mind it's like this chipmunk book and it talks about how you need to train your inner chimp which is your inner child um it's such a powerful book i'll find it and send it to you um but then i read some of that and then i also read some literature book because i love 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 reading because it just opens me up to a world of fresh vocabulary and it just it like it's a decampment from reality you know like it takes my mind off some problems that i've gone through in the past or what i need to do tomorrow for school like everything like that 
um and then i work out for a bit because working out is another form of therapy i when i was growing up i was like that's nothing i'm too lazy for that but like i said the minute you start something and you actually enjoy it you're gonna want to keep persisting in it you're gonna want to be constant with it um and it's just like having this daily habit and yeah i just go with the flow but i I would say my morning routine would definitely be waking up in the morning and starting it right by saying affirmations in the morning and having my chakra healing music on because whatever helps me align with what i want to do with the day like mentally and spiritually i'm gonna do so like it's gonna help a lot yeah i love it man i do uh feel those things as well like i say affirmations in the morning it's part of my routine like you're you really enjoy listening to uh maybe it's a helpful podcast or if it's a audiobook or i start reading like because um you're automatically going into like this reflection mode you're automatically going into this um growth mindset right off the bat which is a great way to start your day you don't um succumb to these like negative emotions but i found that that's really nice like if you're reading some like self-help book uh it helps so much especially in the morning like what are some of your favorite books that you've read i never really liked to read books until recently um but i just love literature i i need to start getting like into like manifestation books and spirituality books because i see a lot of like i have this like private instagram account where i just follow it's like a spirituality account and i see on my explore like feed so many books that talk about reprogramming your brain and your mind and how to think and just having these different laws of the universe and it's so enticing it's like give me that book now i want to read it like finish it all <laughs> yeah um, so much so much I, to learn. literally like this is what i'm saying books are so so powerful to the mind like you don't even know because there's so many fields and sectors that you can go into and it's just so like interesting as a whole um but i i don't know i love reading books i love 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 literature like a book that i've been reading this summer was the handmaid's tale um just because it has good vocabulary and it also has an amazing plot girl Ooh. i'm gonna read that shit again Perfect. Yeah. yeah it can be if you are getting into like uh just like fiction books too it can be like a little mm-hmm. escape from reality or day-to-day life definitely yeah uh but yeah reading is incredible i absolutely love it like it's just easy information and a lot of the times like in books you can get information that you wouldn't necessarily learn in school or uh-huh learning things in school Mm -hmm. Uh -uh. the only thing that was useful for me was mitosis and when my skin rips i know that it's growing because mitosis and all of that Mm -hmm. honey i don't even use trigonometry to this day like what was the point of me learning about discourse tan like sign rule i don't understand but uh, school yeah the thing is it's like we kind of all collectively know or people fail to acknowledge it fully but we all kind of know we don't 
really learn a lot in school and obviously there's good things that we can learn there's like in moderation there's some good things but a lot of the stuff we don't really carry out throughout our lives and so instead of just acknowledging this you have to make the intention to get the information that you want yourself a lot of people acknowledge this but they don't actively try and get the information that they want themselves they don't google things or like listen to books or whatever like and that's it's important like you have to figure out what you actually want to learn you know what you feel like you're not learning and educate yourself because you can do that you definitely can do that like there's so many books that i would recommend like the power of your subconscious mind that one i talked about earlier um I just finished uh, reading, what was it, um, Reality Transurfing, that was really good. I just finished reading Becoming Supernatural, I think that was by Ryan Holiday, that was really good. Um, if you're interested in like these topics, and uh, it's really important, definitely. Yeah. Um, I wanted to touch on, like, so a lot of people... I'm really focused on getting rid of the stigma of like spirituality and despite all of the quote-unquote woo-woo things that you can hear in specific areas fundamentally there's a lot of good knowledge you can get out of it like your subconscious mind they say reprogram um and maybe that sounds bad but it's just changing your belief systems like there is definitely a lot of good information that you can extract from it that isn't necessarily like weird or too religious or crazy you know please a lot of people misconstrue like like changing your way of thinking or spirituality with like it's a demonic thing you're doing witchcraft it's like first of all (laughs) How is like changing the way of your like changing your way of thinking to implement a more positive way of life demonic? I don't yeah, understand yeah. that all. It's like the only demonic thing that people are going through right now is being in this matrix. Like y'all need to tap out of reality right now because they're following a system. That's one thing that I don't understand is this whole society like societal norms of you need to do this, this, that, you need to go to university if you want to be successful. Yeah. You need to study <laughs> like how to become a doctor or a lawyer to be successful. Like creative industries or whatever is not gonna do anything for you. You need to work a nine to five. Honey, no. Honey, like no. that's demonic to me. <laughs> like literally, that is demonic to me. I don't see how me <laughs> I love it. I love it. Continue. Thanks. (laughs) I don't see how me changing my way of thinking to implement a more positive, like, exuberant lifestyle that I want to have is perceived as demonic. Like, I don't understand. Me chasing my goals is demonic. My way of thinking is demonic. Me saying affirmations to myself and changing my mind and changing the way I think is demonic. Next. Next caller. I'm not here for this. Right? Uh that system i think in spirituality a lot of it is breaking out of that system that classic thing that everyone just contributes and i i think a lot of people it's just not aligning with people anymore it's not thing i think people are coming more aware over time and it's very exciting like Uh. and 
I don't know. I feel like we live in a day and age where there is so many new opportunities, especially through technology. Mm-hmm. Has just completely changed all of the opportunities. It doesn't fit with the system anymore because there's so many new opportunities out in front of you. Like all of the information that I know now, I wouldn't have been able to get without technology. It's been yeah. so great. Like you have all of this access to information. And I think if you want something enough, if you want to break the quote unquote system or whatever enough able to mm. you just have to want it exactly yes 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 like okay this is something i wanted to ask you what is your opinion on like angel numbers hold on <laughs> don't get me excited please okay so <laughs> i'm gonna talk so much about angel numbers who okay so it's actually crazy because i start to see this reoccurring presence of 911 and I was like what is this like okay. crazy because um I started to see it in 2018 bear in mind I started to learn about spirituality in like March April 2020 so I was like what the fuck is this um I searched online what does 911 mean and then it said angel number I have like this whole notes thing on my phone um I'm too lazy to get out because there's like 55,000 different numbers I'm not gonna sit here reading all 55k of them <laughs> um but I just kept seeing it and seeing it and seeing it and I'm like is this a sign like hello what's going on spiritual world help me please like i was so clueless i even started to get scared one time i was like does 911 mean i'm getting possessed like literally no joke this is what i mean like i used to perceive these things as demonic when they were never you know it's just because i was clueless about it um but i feel like once i started to get into spirituality and manifestation in april 2020 i started to see all of these numbers and it's like a common reoccurrence where it's like because with me, I don't know how to explain it, I'm a very confusing person. I tend to like talk a lot or over explain. So with me, I had different problems or different insecurities in life or different like cognitive responses. And I was like, what does this number mean for me? I searched it up and it was like literally align with what the problem was. Do you know what I mean? 100%. But I feel like sometimes people tend to, like I said, misconstrue it with you shouldn't put all of your thinking or all of your trust into seeing one number as if that's going to tell you that's what your future is going to look like like in a way it's an unscrupulous type of way of thinking like a dishonest way but people take it like whichever way they want with me i take it as a sign like i'm on the right path i'm doing what's best for me like the angels are my side that's how i see it yes i love that like whenever i am in alignment and on my right path doing things that i love and feel like i'm meant to do i see so many synchronicities not even just angel numbers and everything like this person we are always having synchronicities together and i don't know i feel like it's a cool it's like we're both like living our best life like we're meant to have this friendship it's really cool but angel numbers i used to not I used to not agree with it. I didn't think that it was a thing. It was just like, whatever, but... Me too. Oh, my. And I've had experiences, personally, which made me believe otherwise. If you haven't had the experiences, I completely understand, like, why you want to agree. But it's like, literally when I was making the podcast, 
cannot tell you and I had a lot of technical difficulties I was so sad I didn't think it was gonna happen it was crazy and I was at the breaking point like I worked really hard on the episode then it like I'll delete it it was crazy but Mm -hmm. I I know that feeling yeah like the point is I was like crying it was bad and I kept seeing four 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 I kept seeing four four like literally every day it was like 7 44 a.m 6 44 a.m 8 44 a.m night it's like every single hour i'm seeing this number and uh my friends at the time like gave me like what he goes off by by his angel numbers and they just kept saying everything is coming in divine perfect timing like yeah yeah and i was like fuck and it happened it actually worked so four four is my big number it's like whenever i'm feeling discouraged not believing that something's gonna happen whenever i'm at my lowest breaking point or four four and i end up overcoming it you know look where we are period i was just about to say look where we've right? come to Podcasts, like just talking about anything related to spirituality just in general <laughs> like the progress period mm-hmm. yes and this can totally be up to you if you decide to get into it or not but just see the synchronicities see if it aligns with what's going on if it doesn't cool but i don't know a lot of the times it's always just been right on for me yeah i feel like things like obviously this quote is so 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 like overrated but things take time and things will happen in the right time but i feel like you know we tend to always get confused that the unknown of when it's gonna happen but then when it does actually happen you look back and you're like okay now it makes sense like for example that friendship breakup or that like dismantling of technology or whatever went wrong and then you go back to it again and keep like adding new ideas and I mean, I don't have to explain it, but it's like going back to it and keep changing and altering things to create a better vision or a better product. And then it works like that works out. You look back and you're like, okay, those fails actually led me to where I am now. Led me to release this product. I have this business mindset. I keep talking about products, products, products. I like it. I like that mindset. But a hundred percent, I agree so passionately. Like you understand, okay, I had to go through this situation to like realize my self-worth and realize what I actually wanted and every time that I've gotten into the worst state like the worst like breakdown has been right before got what I wanted Uh and that's also when I kept seeing 4-4 but the thing is it's like when you are in that state you realize the reason that i'm feeling this way the reason that i have hit this rock bottom is because it's making me want it even more it's making me realize that exactly. this is actually what i want to do i i get more passionate about it because i feel like before I'm just, you know, kind of doing my thing. But when I hit rock bottom, it's like, no, 
fuck this shit. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to get there. And for me, it gives me this motivation. And this is the same cycle exactly. I go through with so many things. It's that same cycle. It just keeps happening. And that's what it's been for me. So, like, I had to hit that rock bottom in order to get gain that motivation gain that confidence just be like fuck this we're doing it you actually achieve exactly. what i want 100 it's like literally there's no fault to that it's literally the accuracy of how whenever things get hard for you and you are so desperate for getting that job role or that career like opportunity or whatever when it gets too hard to a point you should see it as like um a prompting reminder i think yeah a pro- like a prompt you know like it reminds you to keep going because you've come so far to give up now like yeah. what was all of that days of hard work tears like everything for if you're just gonna give up now and i feel like once you get to that stage once you hit rock bottom things will come in one by one to further enhance your vision enhance the state you're in right now to get you to the next stepping stone and i feel like that is one of the most important lessons i've learned this year is you're not gonna get everything you want in once it's gonna come in small chunks that rhymes another lyric (laughs) (laughs) yes i like it that is so true that's a big lesson that i've been learning this year too and i think the best things that have happened to me aim out of nowhere i didn't plan it i didn't exactly it just randomly came and i think our logical mind our ego is like no it has to be like this and it has to be like that and it has to be like this but that was how life went it'd be boring right let the universe surprise you maybe it's gonna give you something exactly. that you didn't even think of that is perfect for you like our intuition and the random surprises and synchronicities of life will always give you better things than your ego and logical mind will give you like your heart will always give you more than your mind ever Mm -hmm. could not something that I've learned, or so that is how it is for me personally. Literally, the universe surprised me in like a miraculous way, like a crazy way. Me because, too. like I said, I started to learn the piano this year. But the thing is, I've had this keyboard laying around my house for like eleven years. I never once looked at it, and I was like, "Today's the day I'm going to start." Like it just came <laughs> naturally, and it came at an odd time because, for example. Um, I was on my summer break from July, like the 2nd of July, all the way until September, 6th of September. And I started to practice the piano on the August, 17th of August. And I was like, this is such an odd time. I should have started in June. But it's like, things happen when the time is right. You know, you can't like force things. And I feel like the universe rendered me with that skill, with that fire in me to be like, I need to do this because I feel like this is what's best for me right now. Like, I just, you know, when you have that feeling in you when you're like, nah, this is what I need to do. You know, that's how it was for me. And I was like, that was a blessing because now I've composed over 20 songs on the piano and I'm self-taught and it's like, I've done it all in the span of two months. Like, things happen for a reason and that's crazy. Yes, a lot of things definitely happen for a reason. Um, It helps you get to where you want to be even if you don't realize it in the moment like 
Exactly. I love that you grew so much during quarantine. I definitely have. And because I had all this isolation, um, that's kind of a negative term. Honestly, it was just like a lot of lo- alone time, which is great. I love alone time. Mm-hmm. So I was able to reflect Same. and heal. And I had time to work on my craft and passion and learn about myself. And I was able to just grow so rapidly. It was like the same thing for you, or how was it for you? No, it was exactly the same. I feel like with this, with me, I love, love, love alone time. But I feel like when I came to realization of who my circle was and who I am as a person and how I needed to sort of cut ties with people to get to a higher mental state or a higher spiritual self or a higher career like goal because like people around you i'm telling you this right now the environment you are in is so detrimental to your like overall being okay. um i had to cut people off that when serving me no good like they were energy vampires yeah and i feel like with quarantine me being at home just showed me what i value the most in life what my infatuations were and just overall figuring out what i need to do to further escalate and progress, you know concomitantly that's a big ass word oh i know you do use some great vocabulary i like it a hundred percent i agree with you so much like some people that i talk to they don't actually see the significance of friends that you hang around the habits that you have your environment but all of these things are directly influencing your beliefs what you do your habits and your subconscious mind like i i don't know exactly the quote but it's something like the five people closest to you is like a sum of who you are and who you're going to become like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that a lot of and i fully agree um especially if you're someone that really is like aware that you're pretty prone to succumbing to the crowd you know like you get heavily influenced and this is super important for you like a lot of the successful people that i admire and look up to also heavily emphasize this and you can probably do your own research on it as well from like specific individuals but it's like always surrounding themselves with people who are doing better than they are making more money than they are smarter than they are Uh because they want to grow to that level you never want to hang out with people who are not on your level per se but you want people that you're hanging around with you're like you're telling your subconscious mind you're telling yourself i want to be like them i want to have their lifestyle i want to have their habits and you may not realize this but your unconscious mind is so it's very important to recognize that 100 percent. and i feel like also being able to like narrow down what is the main reason why you could be stuck in a specific time for example let's say um a time for me that was really tough was i mean looking back now (laughs) that was not tough life right now is tough (laughs) what was i thinking was back then um but let's say november 2019 that was a really 
really tough time for me because it was like I lost some friends due to rumors and it was like I was trying everything in my like league to try and be friends with them again because I didn't want to be lonely but I feel like the universe was telling me nah you need to be alone right now to see your surroundings because that's so important and then it was like 100% fact like that happened for a reason and it's like this was at a time I didn't even know what the fuck was going on in my life so I was like just going with the flow but I did take account like I did take notes of what was happening to like you know for further reference um and then it also came to a time where people that I were very close with like best friends six five years um obviously broke my trust and things happened and it was like well to be honest I have no obligation to have to prioritize someone over my mental health do you know what I mean I feel like mental health comes first and I feel like you are not selfish for prioritizing your mental health over friendships and that's the most important thing because I'd rather lose friends than lose lose myself again like period oh I like that you'd rather lose friends than lose yourself yes 100 and that also ties into what we were saying earlier like these events were happening for a reason you're losing these friends so you'd have that introspective time like it's crazy important and also you can tie this into like social media what's on your for you page on tiktok what's like your feed who are you following are you following people who are helping you grow helping you progress or are you just like mindlessly scrolling on some i don't know like half-ass naked girls dancing (laughs) there's a time and place everything in moderation but you know just be aware of these things because i you constantly have an environment and you're constantly surrounding yourself like you have an intention for things that you're feeding yourself whether it's food or social media or friendships these are the fundamental things this is the fundamental foundation for your being and ultimately how your life is going to play out like if you are someone who's goal-oriented, you have something that you want to accomplish, like, mm-hmm. put that in your feed. Follow people who have already accomplished that. Put that in your social media feed. Talk to people who have already accomplished that. Like, before I started the podcast, I followed a bunch of people who already had a podcast, who post about it on social media because it was becoming, like, normal to me. I was, like surrounding myself in the environment that i wanted to attract and like i said look where we are these things are fundamental foundations for your life for my for you page um well basically on my account started to take off on tiktok like around february april 2020 uh i used to like gain thousands literally thousands of followers every single day and i was like you know what i need to like hold longevity on my career well like tiktok career whatever i hate saying that because it's like (laughs) tiktok is so saturated nowadays but anyway um so what i did was i would follow back like my followers and stuff so that they can be happy because you know like when someone they look up to or like someone that has almost a million followers follows them they're gonna be like oh my god someone that big follows me like i like to make people feel happy in the present moment and i feel like that's an important thing and that's what i want to do with my music as well 
So I would just like mindlessly follow random people who followed me and just like duet them and help them gain followers and stuff because that was like a gift from me to them for them supporting me for like the past two, three years. And I feel like I wasn't really taking into consideration who I was following, but I feel like when me and my manager went on my um, a, like account, I think towards like the end of 2020, we were like, okay, we're going to private all the videos that are not corresponding or relating to my niche. It was just like random videos. And I unfollowed like 4,000 people because I wasn't even looking at the content. And I was like, I'm going to clean my account, like black out my account, remove all my videos to like build that type of mystifying curiosity like what happened to him you know because i love having that type of thing like where people are like asking questions i do that with my music a lot <laughs> just wait till next year for my releases famous promo but um i would start unfollowing everyone and then i would filter out who i would follow so obviously i had connections with influencers from la that have connections with other musicians who are in the industry that i want to get to as well so i have connections with them to further assist me i would also follow spirituality pages to like help me learn more about the brain and the mind and everything nowadays i use tiktok more for an educational reason rather than an entertainment purpose i provide entertainment by posting videos while i'm trying to you know make a new niche to provide entertainment but for me personally i use it to educate myself and i feel like that's an important thing like balancing out what you do and what you like take in and too a hundred percent like i love that you're also like following people to make connections connections are important a hundred percent a hundred percent like ties into that thing of you know you always want to surround yourself with people who are doing better off than you so you will ultimately uh propel your growth and comes with making connections too I used to like not understand because like I said I love being on my own and when I cut all of my friends off like literally I don't have friends the only friends that I have are international friends stop it oh my god we really period um I just like I feel like everyone in London is the exact same and I feel like that's such a vague thing to say or like what's he talking about Mm. but being in the situation that I've been through like through primary school through high school through college through everything everyone is the exact same like I was the only one that, like, okay, people do music, people do this, people do that, but I was the first one in my high school. <laughs> give me my, they need to give me my flowers because I was the first one from my high school to break this whole, like, curse of, no, you can't be doing social media, you can't be doing this, you can't be doing that. So I started social media when I was, I think, how the fuck, how old was I? <laughs> can't remember, but it was 2016 I started posting on Musically. Like, do you know what Musically is? Yeah. It's like I the app TikTok. Me too. I was the most followed person from my school, and everyone was like <laughs> looking at my videos, playing my videos in class. I was like, "Girl, what's up? Like, Shit, you want to fight or what?" Like, that's cool. Yeah, I was like, it's just preparing me for the celebrity status that I'm finna get to in like oh, six years. Just like yeah, it. watch out soon. But <laughs> not trying to sound conceited, but it was like I was the first one to do that, and then it was a trend. People used to hate on me differently. Like, it was crazy and the minute i started to when i got to like my twenty seven thousand follower mark in 2018 people were like damn he's doing it i'm not gonna support him i'm gonna make fun of him you know it was like confusing as fuck but after i left my high school and i was like up at half a million followers everyone started to follow the trend all the people who used to make fun of me on all my dm requests saying hey let's collab hey let's do this it's like mm-hmm. no <laughs> 
I don't forget things. I see things not with a blind eye. I put my full attention onto it when I'm attentive to what people say that I grew up with. So that when they do come running back in the future, it's like, no, like, mm -mm. get that out of my face. I don't like this half-assed behavior. Yeah. But yeah. Definitely. Like, I don't know if I fully experienced that yet, but you got to be aware, like, what are the reasons? What are people's intentions for exactly. with you, hang out with you? Is it for their own personal gain or is it true? I'm saying, like, you see how we're talking about you need to have someone who's at a higher rate than you mm -hmm. in life where they are, like, progressing. I feel like when i eventually stood out and i was like at a pedestal to some people because some people saw me as a pedestal and i was even informed that they saw me as that like they you know like mood boards people put me on their mood board i was like huh? are you serious like okay first of all 100 it's crazy because i was like yeah. i'm not beyonce yet i'm not trying to be beyonce but y'all need to calm down i'm a student in this school but the fact that i was on a pedestal for some it's inspiring because the power i have but it's like um the minute that happened i feel like just changed everything like i knew more about people's intentions and just how they acted because people wanted to get access to me again after i was starting to rise so that they can learn how to be on the top with me but it's like i'm not gonna out that energy that good karma to people who treat me like shit my entire life like i'm not trying to <laughs> i want everyone to win but i'm not trying to see people who shitted on me for doing what i do now that they want to do you know it doesn't make sense yeah yeah see it's always good to help people but just the right people exactly. and know your worth don't let yourself get you mm -hmm. or anything by people like for me i'm a pretty extroverted person like you know i have a podcast i like talking to people but very selective about the people that i talk to I feel you with that 100 yeah, percent like I can't even express uh, continue continue I can't even express how accurate you are because with um like the influencer scene in London right I don't talk to any inf like I have like I have a lot of mutual connections with influencers from London but I don't talk to them I don't get like I do get invited to some parties but I don't tend to go because I just don't mix well within people and it's not a thing of oh he's the outcast it's just i don't vibe with people who all they do is just drink and party and talk about sex and drugs like no that's not the type of person i am i want to talk about my music and my goals for life and just having a trustable connection where mm -hmm. there is a lot of credibility and a lot of like things that you can learn from each other because the type of friendships that i love is when two people or whatever group you're in i don't do trios anymore <laughs> learned my lesson got my bags and i left oh, but you know what i mean okay. I, just, I love the friendships where one person can teach you something and educate you and it's like reciprocating energy you both are there to learn you both are there to grow it's like this whole proposition of becoming the best of the best but in your own world because obviously everyone's fighting for that number one spot but i feel like the number one spot should just be your own personal gain not in competition with others you know yeah yes 100 percent. that's how friendship should be in my opinion you're both learning mm -hmm. and growing with each other a lot of the reason why i don't have many friends per se is because like a lot of them are stagnant like i'm growing as a person mm -hmm. so naturally these people if you're not growing with me you're not with me that's kind of how it is 
Period. You have to find people that are gonna grow with you. Otherwise, you're just gonna be left behind. You're just you're just gone. That's what That's I'm how saying. It is. It's such like an abstruse thing to even like fathom at the same time. It's like people will do whatever it takes to support you when you get it. But the process is like, no, nah, you can do it on your own. I'll be there when everyone gives you flowers. I'll join in then too. It's like, if you're with me, you're with me. If you ain't, get out, bye. Like, <laughs> you know? Yes, yes. Like the reason why I am, I guess where I am today, is because i've gotten rid of those friendships i've changed my environment i've changed my friends i hugged mm -hmm. your mind man it's important we keep talking about this like your subconscious mind protect your beliefs like a motherfucker you have to be like the bouncer right of all of these negative beliefs you're like nope fuck you you're out like you're just exactly protect your environment if you really want to get to where you want to be, make sure you're in, you have a supportive emotional environment in every single aspect because it'll affect you. It's going to affect you. Exactly. You have to be very, very conscious and aware of all of the little 100%. details. With me as well, I speak so much about the importance of environment, mm -hmm. but the most irritating thing that infuriates me is school like i have another six months of school right but with me i don't talk to anyone from my school and the reason is because i don't vibe with them and i can't force a connection or anything and the thing is like with me i work best at home like i work best in the late night me like too. how we do this podcast at 6 a.m right? like i just work <laughs> i work well at home like i just like my environment to be clean i don't like being around people who all they do is scream and shout like i hate noise i just I love peace, I love tranquility. And I feel like when it comes to school, in a way I thought I was careless, like whining constantly about, I don't wanna be here, I don't wanna be here, I don't wanna be here. But the reason I was saying I don't wanna be here is because my environment affects my work ethic. When it affects my work ethic, demotivates me. When it demotivates me, sends me back to the pits of depression where I was always at, you know? And it's like, I don't like that. And it's just so infuriating because I have to put up with six months, but it's like, you know, the universe could be testing me right now to see how I am with my, mental health or my way of thinking or mindset and i feel like that's how i'm trying to perceive it as like in uh in a lesson there's always a blessing always like there's always good and bad and that's how i see it for the rest of my life oh beautiful i'm so glad that you have that mentality it's so true like i really like that mentality of all of these negative things that are coming up it's a test the exactly. more you level up the more new beliefs that you get and be tested to see if this is actually who you are now if this is actually your new belief system and are you sticking to it like that's just naturally what's exactly. gonna happen so you have to be aware of like let this affect you or have you transcended this are you stuck in those exactly. own um in those old formats still uh but definitely amazing things can come right in unexpected ways like you talked about even with negative situations yeah. literally there's always like a solution for anything whenever you are wherever you are and whenever it's gonna happen it's gonna happen at the right time because 
timing is literally everything and one thing with me is i'm such an impatient person <laughs> but i feel like like i can't even tell you how lugubrious it is i keep using big words because i love it <laughs> but patience yeah patience is one thing that i've always 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 had like especially growing up with having this whole background of closed-minded relatives and not being allowed to do music or express myself um to going to high school and having to be the only one to do social media and being the confident gay boy in the corner like i hate saying that but you know um it just it was something that i had to go through to further get to where i want to be in life right now and tapping in with what you said earlier about where you're in life right now happened because you cut all of the people off that never served you any good is 100 a fact because once you and i see it this way like today i had to cut someone off um Ooh. just because of like like perfect timing i know um but i see it as every single person that i cut off gets me one step closer to the stepping stone to get to where i want to be because with that one person yes. now they're out of my life like I get back that time I was wasted or that energy that I was wasted or that skill that I got taken away from. Exactly. And it's like such a powerful thing. I just envision like a soul in like a dark room and the soul is just like white with different colors around them. And each part is for each person that they've cut off. And I was coming back to them and each part has a color like the chakras. You know what I mean? That's how I Ooh. see it. Oh my God, that's powerful. Ah, we said it again, say that again. Uh, it just came to my mind now but so with cutting people off and how after you cut mm -hmm. off one person or a group of people like you get back what you lost so for example if person a took a lot of your time away that rhymes again i'm making another lyric <laughs> <laughs> um they took your time away you could have used that time to further hone and enhance your skills and for example let's say that color is yellow okay cool you have yellow attached to your soul person b they could have wasted your I don't know what could this be energy you could use that energy to make a product for a business and let's say that color is purple and i feel like the more people you cut off the more colors the more value comes back to you and you're just radiating as a free spirit on your own going into the trajectories that you're meant to go through in life mm, i love that what a beautiful picture this created. yeah that's it you're taking your power back because what you focus on is where you put your energy so if you're focusing on like the wrong people these negative things yada yada that's where your energy is and you could be using that energy to grow your passion grow your craft exactly. whatever it is grow yourself like it's so important and the thing that helps me come out of any like little negative situation i'm in is shifting my focus back to my goals that helped me mm -hmm. so fucking much i can't even express to it like if i didn't have goals if i didn't have my passion like it would be a lot easier for me to fall into this negative route because like there's nothing else to put my focus on but if this is all I Amen. Care about, then boom we're set we're good like yes don't use it as like uh, a coping mechanism like you know deal with your stuff emotionally too but if you're just solely mm -hmm. focused on like where you're going like yourself then you become strong and resilient as fuck unfazed no one's gonna affect mm -hmm. you you got your own stuff to focus on and that's really right there 
exactly and like one important thing for me as well is i feel like when someone lacks creativity and passion or like having an outlet like an external thing for example for me it's music and writing or it can be dancing i feel like if you don't have things to look forward to other than just one thing your life can become very nondescript and mundane mm -hmm. and it's just like a very dull sort of sepulchral is that the right word sepulchral or like gloomy basically <laughs> it's like you need to have other things that help con it's all sort of about balance and like contribute small things that can help shine up your soul you know yeah and 100 percent, i recommend like looking into the lifestyles of the people that are doing well in life and the people who aren't like, look into this uh negative thing or maybe it's like your mom you know she works yeah. She watches TV, doesn't have a passion, doesn't have a craft. She's sad. Hmm. I wonder how her lifestyle is affecting uh, her emotional state. And then look into the people who are doing well and successful. Successful. Like, do they have an outlet? Do are they? Yeah. Do they have a little passion, a little side thing like music? Do are they working a job they like? Like all of this stuff, you can just like look literally look around in your life um i really encourage you to do that and what i found exactly. is i've learned so much through doing that like a bunch of people who are doing a lot better who are a lot happier they have that outlet they have that little uh side passion that's completely different to like their work or whatever that keeps them in balance and they do something that they're passionate about they don't mindlessly waste their time on the television like not exactly learn. you can do it on your own see what see what people's habits are it's okay. i don't waste my time at all like with me i'm a very time conscious person like if i with me i love to multitask because it's like if i could do certain things at once to the best of my like knowledge then let me do it because with me time is something that you cannot regain like people are like money this money that time this time that but it's like money can come back time can't this is why i want to have oh. like a long lasting memorable like moment on this planet earth i'm just filled with literally memories and being able to do multiple things and taking on different ventures in life and i feel like that's such an important thing like with me as well i used to obsess over people's lives on how they were able to maintain like balancing out and i feel like once you do that you shouldn't obsess over it because in a way you're in getting this sort of indulgence but this negative indulgence you're copying their lifestyle you don't want to copy other people's lifestyles because then you know you need to be authentic in a way obviously use them as inspiration but not to a point where you obsess over them every single time let me not get started on people who obsess because <laughs> i had this one stalker right <laughs> who child is training order everything it's crazy hey what what happened exactly Okay, so uh, this is like a long story. I'm going to try and make it short because we went on for almost two hours. Crazy. <laughs> okay. um, but so when I started social media, like I said, I started in 2016. But with me, I make multiple different accounts to start fresh. I just have this OCD, like, I want to start fresh. I want to do this. I want to do that. Because, like, starting fresh, more motivated, you know. 
So I started in 2018 and when I started to get like around the 4,000 follower mark, this person like was a fan of me and he obviously followed me. And with me, I feel like I was very naive with social media. I knew how to edit, I knew what time to post, I knew the algorithm at 14. But I never understood and I was never so sure about letting fans get into privacy, like your privacy. So what I would do is like, I would obviously FaceTime my followers for a video on YouTube to post, right? So that my followers can see and my audience can watch my videos because I provided entertainment. This one fan, I started like FaceTiming just once, like for a video. So they started to text me every single day and I was like, yeah, sure. Hey, what's up? Like, you know, and then it came to a point where they started FaceTiming me every single day. And I feel like once you let, like once you let your followers know that you have access to them, they're going to take that to their advantage and be like, I'm friends with a famous person. I'm gonna call them every day. I'm gonna ask to see what their life is like. And I feel like that was such a mistake, but a lesson that I learned soon to be a blessing to help me prevent situations like that in the future. So it was back and forth. I obviously like muted the DM, muted the request, everything. Um, and then like, I took a break from social media 2020 to like focus on myself and regain my subconscious and just reprogram my mind. And I started to lose weight and everything came back they were like you change you didn't respond to your fans i was like okay whatever because i haven't changed like it's all for me not a selfish thing to do when you have to put yourself first but if i'm taking a break i'm taking a break and they will make fake accounts like literally 20 plus fake accounts i have screenshots wow. of everything does goes messaging to all my friends saying what happened to abby baby where is he we missed him would make fake accounts as they're a fan of me but they're the stalker um but yeah, I feel like that's what it is. Like, don't be so comfortable with sharing yourself with your followers because then they'll take that as a sign that they can try to get close to you, but that's not the case, you know? Yeah, definitely. It, it just depends on the person and the energy that they give off. But uh, yeah, go ahead and link, like, plug yourself, man. Talk about your TikTok. What's your TikTok? What's your YouTube? What's your whatever? So my TikTok now is at the Abby Baby. My Instagram now is at the Abby Baby. My YouTube is Abby Baby as well, but there's an accent on the E and the accent on the E for Abby and then Baby. Um, SoundCloud Abby Baby and yeah, Twitter the Abby Baby. I love Twitter because I can just speak about whatever I want. You know. Mm-hmm. Perfect, man. There we go. Okay. Well, we've been going for a while, so I think that is good place to end it um i absolutely love mm-hmm. recording with you like i'm so glad i honestly i'm kind of like meeting you Me too. And getting to know you more too i'm glad it was such a fun conversation at first i was like how am i going to be able to keep this for 30 minutes we're two minutes in and i have a lot to say yeah it just flows. <laughs> yeah, sorry. It flows. yeah um well thank you so so much for coming on um that is a new perspective Thank you guys for listening. That is the new perspective.